Hey, you're listening to Tech Talks with Lou and I'm Lou Hemlet. I hope you're having a good day and I'm really thankful for you listening. So this is Tech Talks with Lou, the show in which I discuss the top tech secrets for success from the best in today's digital world. Last time I spoke with Matt Young, founder of The Journaling Guy, and we spoke about men's mental health and helping men of all ages to start journaling and communicating more. If you haven't already listened, head back after this episode and let me know what you think. My guest today has 14 years on wheels and has always been a mover and a groover. And their mission is to get as many people skating as possible, even the likes of me. I'd like to welcome Juice to my podcast, sometimes known as CJ. Hi, CJ. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, fabulous. Thank you so much for joining me. It's um, a pleasure to actually speak to you um, rather than watch your uh, Instagram reels and videos um, on skating and and get this time on a one-to-one to to ask you all the backstory about your skating history. Yeah, it's Um, nice to actually speak to you too. You know, it's it's different when you speak to people on via Instagram and it's just messaging to actually get to speak voice to voice. And also see yeah. face-to-face now. So. And so. I will make it over to um, Bump Roller Disco in Bristol at uh, at some point very soon. Now I know where it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're here to talk about technology um, and skating. But first of all, I kind of want to delve back into your skate and even your dance history to know a bit more about you and kind of what brought you to the space, really. So yeah, I started um, from at the age of seven. I was a professional dancer signed to a company called GWI, um, who focused wow. mainly on street dance. But then later on, we started um, entering competitions and stuff. We had to broaden our dance ability. So we started learning different styles like contemporary, jazz, and um, by the time it would be a little bit of tap and other, other elements of dance, um, just so we can p- compete and you know take it to the next level to outdo our competitors in it. Um, and I did that to the age of 23 before I finally stopped dancing. Wow. So you started off kind of competing really early. Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah. you were that good, like from the offset? Uh, yeah, I was just a natural dancer. And um, wow. there was a company came around where I lived to one of the youth club places, um, just looking for new talent to join. and. Um, me and a few of my friends, we auditioned and we all got in. Um, as far as the kids, I was the first kid um, that they actually put onto their their books. And then my wow. friends were after, so it's like kind of, it's a cool thing. You know, so. Oh, that's amazing. I'm, I'm so pleased to hear that there are, um, you know, the, the, it, I, I'm assuming you're not just 20. So, um, you know, kind of <laughs> no, back in the day that, you know, there was kind of talent scout, um, that kind of reminds me of, you know, my wish to be talent scouted back in the day on skate. Because, um, yes, I, I did dance like you did from an early age no. um, and did, um, I think I did competitions. I certainly did exams and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I remember getting skates, the, um, the kind of blue and yellow uh, roller skates as a kid, maybe five, six years old, and just skating up and down um, outside my parents' house. And thinking I was absolutely the bee's knees to the point As where I was kind of showing off and going, I just want to be talent scouted for um, Cats at the West End. Um, sadly, I wasn't. So I've missed out on a, a life of 
West End musical yeah. stage work um, to my broken heart. <laughs> but you you got in there. You were, um, you know, talent spotted from a dance perspective. Um, yeah. And all the different styles of dance as well, it seems. Yeah, we covered pretty much most styles, um, breaking as well. A, bit, a little bit of Lindy Hop as I got older. Yay. Not my favourite, but, you know. I've done it. <laughs> you kind of have to have a bit of energy for that one. Yeah, it is full on. <laughs> um, so what was your favourite style of dance before we move on to the skating? Um, my favourite, I liked contemporary um, and I liked street dance. Just because with, with street dance, it was kind of it's just all the other elements of dance, but without the rules. And so you can just, you do a move, you see a move, you you, you can, can kind of mimic it, but make it your own at the same time. And you don't have to worry about being that, um, you know, a certain point or position to be correct, arm in a certain place, you could alter it. So it yeah. makes it become your move rather than someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's what I liked about street dance and contemporary, nice. just because it kept my body moving, big yeah. moves, stretching. And... Nice. So how come the transition to skating? What was the, what was the trigger point? Uh, kind um, of 2023 20, yeah so when I got to 23 it was kind of like doing jobs competitions and also working um in and out of uni and it's like I need to decide what I'm gonna do you know back then dance it was so hard to make it big to the mainstream you know um we had a few people not even diversity was had one brain got turned by then um and so I just had to make a decision. What am I going to do? Am I going to just carry on dancing and go with that dream? Or do I just, as they say, find a real job? Um, <laughs> you know? Oh, there's so, always that challenge with creative, uh, creatives, creatives that, that in it. that sense. So I um, stopped dancing. Uh, I was just working. Um, still, I was doing like logos and customizing on clothes for people just to kind of keep the creativity going. Um, and then I was an insurance broker at my last proper job, as they say. Um, and I wonder, I just was like, I need to, I can't do this no more. So I just literally, I didn't know how to quit, you know? So I just stood up in the room and was like, sorry, everyone, I quit. Thinking that was it, smooth, I can just walk out the door. And then they were <laughs> like, they always think I'm a joker. So they're just like, stop it, CJ. We know you're messing around. Go home, have a day to think about it, come in the next day. So I came in the next day with my box to empty my drawer and I said, guys, I quit. And after that, um, I done body piercing and tattooing for a while to keep my creative side going as I love art. Um, and then a friend wanted to go skating for his birthday, um, at a rink called Bagley's in um, London. And um, never done it before, so I done it. Was terrible, you know, Bambi on ice, gold yeah. medal for me on that, terrible. And then I saw speed skating and I thought, that's not that fast. I can give it a go. Tried to give it a go. Some guy went past, took me out, went flying in the air. And no way. after that, I bought skates that night. And <laughs> this is where I am now. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So just taking that opportunity to have a go, yeah. um, to quit your job. And uh, yeah, that was a pretty brave move. But I guess there was that kind of energy and passion for creativity that you just go, okay, I can't do this anymore. It's yeah. got to be that swift change from one thing to another. And just taking that kind of, you know, brave step to go um, on wheels, shall we say, because it sounds like you did the transition pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah, it literally was. 
So but, what? Um, tell me about your first pair of skates. Um, so my first pair of skates were some, I bought them on eBay. They were some um, Bauer Turbos, the plastic ones that everyone said, oh yeah, back in my day, I had the Bauer Turbos. Yeah. Some of those. Um, I got them for, I think it was about 30 pounds on eBay. Um, and I had them for about a month. And then I, I got rid of them. I didn't like them. <laughs> They're not comfortable at all. Um, and I, they, they look cool. And people used to put the sock over it and stuff. But um, yeah. for me, I need something that holds my foot. I don't yeah. like my foot being able to move around. So um, then um, a few of us in London, we were thinking, what other boot can we to get? We didn't like the look of figure skates back then. Um, yeah. it was, they weren't cool enough still for us because <laughs> we hadn't explored the rest of the world. Um, yeah. And so we this was like looking at ice hockey boots um, and we could start converting them all up ourselves um, to roller skates so then we could escape. It had the durability for outside, but still oh, wow. <laughs> held your foot a bit better than the bad turbo. So, wow. Yeah, so you did some kind of product innovation and kind of customising the boot that you liked with the, the kind of skates or the roller bits underneath yeah. that worked we, we well. winging it. <laughs> we That's, winged it and and then they were safe yeah 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 we just looked at a, a natural skate looked at those then just copied it really put the holes in screwed it in put it together that's very cool so as well as the uh the creativity you've got some kind of technical background in terms of okay logistics engineering i'm just gonna do this and do that and that's how that works that's yeah, pretty cool. that on youtube <laughs> uh yeah YouTube. <laughs> I love it. Um, so one of the things that uh, I worry about, I bought myself some skates for one of my more recent birthdays, um, thinking, you know, it was a really good idea and did one of your classes online during lockdown, which I absolutely loved. Um, I'm still scrubbing the, the kind of rubber skate marks off my floor. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but that's all fun. So but I've got stoppers on mine, and that's one of the things that I kind of get really anxious about is the falling over. Um, and then, you you know, the kind of life insurance that might go along with yeah. falling over. Um, so so tell me a bit about that, because I see you skating now and you don't have stoppers on. So and obviously you've been skating for years uh, and you're very experienced. But how could one transition from uh no stopper to looking or to with stoppers to looking really cool with no stoppers for most people they have their stoppers on but they don't actually use the stoppers okay so a lot of it is just it's there because it's security you know yeah. if you're gonna lose your balance you can just tilt your foot forwards and you'll be on the stopper but in general when you're skating a lot of people don't use that front stopper it's, they some do don't get it wrong yeah. but there is a lot that don't um so once you take them off automatically if you haven't been using them you go for them because you know they're gone so your brain is telling you to stop it they're not there so you automatically try and use them um so what i tell people to do is to buy another pair of stoppers just like the ones they've got and just cut it down so cut it in half oh. so then you still got the stopper there so it helps with your your mindset yeah. Um, but it's just that it's higher up. So now you're going to have to tilt your foot even more to reach the stopper. Okay. So it's kind of like a halfway mark. Yeah. Um, and just skate like that for a while. Um, and then if you really, and also that what that would do is allow you to do a lot more of the skate moves and tricks still, because now you have more space between your stopper and the floor. 
Um, oh, nice. while still having an actual stopper. And then, yeah, once you get comfortable with that and you find that you're not really dependent on the stopper anymore, then you transfer over to the jam plug. Oh, nice. I remember many years ago, um, because I, I know you just wear the, the kind of shoe boot without the uh, kind of the ankle skate. section now. Uh, what's it called? A jam skate? Um, yeah, so there's you got derby skates, speed skates and jam skates, which are all without the ankle. Oh my gosh. Um, I remember um, with my son years and years ago, um, and he's just about to turn 12, um, but um, we were kind of doing a vision board and I was like, oh my gosh, let's have a look at skates. Um, and we found these gorgeous ones, um, the Rydell ones, but um, they were they were about 700 pounds. And I was like, okay, Ben, we, we're not in the market for these, you know, we were kind of, uh, you know, making ends meet, but uh, yeah. they're still on my vision board somewhere. The beautiful, shiny, gorgeous, but I need to learn to skate first without stoppers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can dream and have these gorgeous things. That's anyway, <laughs> um, so I've been following you for quite a while on social media and have noticed your exponential growth. Um, and you're, you know, helping people to learn and understand skating. So tell me about your journey on social media. Um, so with social media, it all started off just as a storage space for me. And just so I can make videos or pictures of my life and just store it without it taking up space on my phone. Um, and then uh, when I really got into skating <clears throat> and um, kind of found a technique on how to write not teach in person but to, for the teaching online just to write, really simplify it and make it so then that way you're not just getting bombarded with this information and to the point where your brain can't process it to actually try the move um so yeah i uh, tried to figure it out took a few few tries on tiktok and instagram going from one minute to two hours breaking it down to 30 seconds getting it down to 15. um and now it's not really about the length of time. It's just about the demonstration. I found simple demonstration. You can look at it and you can copy it. Um, it also helps for those who maybe have um, hearing difficulties and can't listen to me speak on, um, on the videos. Um, yeah. And so therefore, instead of me typing everything and then the screen being full of words, which is hard, it's hard to copy an instruction and to yeah. read the words as well. I just do the instruction, just do the movement, it's nice and slow, and it's like a follow along, you know? Yeah. And then we speed it up at the end. And then that, that became the key. Um, it's never failed. It, I also use the technique in person as well when I'm teaching face-to-face -face with a bit more instruction afterwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, it, that's it. Do you think your um, growth on social media and the way you teach on social media has influenced the way you teach in person? Um, yes, because uh, basically, so in person at first I used to teach and I used to, you know, sometimes you would over explain because you, sometimes you think the person's not getting it and stuff. So you just bombard them with more information, different yeah. versions, the ways, and, um, and all that's doing is just making it harder for them. So by having this, by using social media and finding a way to simplify everything, it also kind of, helped me with being able to teach people in different ways um without bombarding them with still too much information you know like um there's some people they work better with with like um patterns and stuff like that and so 
therefore rather than like say okay we're gonna keep our feet in this shape we're gonna step 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 i'll be like one two one two one two three four and then they get that kind of rhythm and pattern going yeah and then that's it you know and it helps them definitely with like um, children with disabilities as well you're listening to tech talks with lou and i'm lou temlett and today i'm talking with juice so um you uh, you kind of started out uh, dancing and then moved on to skating a bit later but there's a, a point uh, in your life prior to that where you weren't able to walk so um tell me a bit about that because it feels like a massive yeah. hurdle to overcome yeah so i, I could walk at first I, I just had crohn's disease which we didn't know about um i was just one of the shortest in my school and my mum was a bit concerned. And so we went to the doctors, had some tests done, found out that I had Crohn's disease. Um, and then once they were doing all the tests, I started getting really sick to the point where like I had to go on a liquid diet for a few years. I was on wow. I had to go on steroids. Um, and I've had two operations. Um, when I had my first operation, I was in I was in the hospital for six months, because that's how long it took for me to be able to like walk around comfortably without any major pain and without risk of my stitches coming undone and then I was um at home for the other year just being a home tutor home tutored because uh, I couldn't go to school just in case there was any situation that could have caused me to um my stomach to kind of rip open again wow. and when I was in that time it is it took me six months to leave the hospital um just due to the pain and also um for me this is the worst thing I've ever had to deal with you know so it was uh, you know at first it was like the, the smallest move you know I was crying my sisters would come and see me trying to make me laugh to cheer me up but it's just it was hurting I was like crying happy but crying and things like that and then I met uh, a lady and um, she was like um talking to me about pain and stuff and she said that it's more it's more for a thought than a feeling you you think about the pain before you feel it you know, mm-hmm. and when I was a, a really young child, like about five or six, I remember once when I cracked my head open and I didn't realize until my friend pointed it out that my head was bleeding and then I felt the pain. And yeah. um, so when I had the second operation, I kind of remember what she said and I kind of took put that into play. And um, within, um, within three weeks, I was out of the hospital. So it took me only three weeks to be able to walk and, you know, and I had the same operation. Um, it was just the mindset was different. Yeah, that's amazing. I've just got goosebumps listening <laughs> to you. And I really believe the mindset is kind of a, pe- you know, dealing yeah. with pain. You know, if you don't know, if you're kind of um, unknowing or yeah. you're, you know, kind of think about the positive. Um, I, I don't necessarily want to talk about childbirth, but, um, <laughs> you know, when I had my first child, I had a C-section and yeah. I was at home by, you know, kind of day two, uh, day yeah. three vacuuming. Uh, after having a c-section and that was like well you know I was I was told off day five because of (laughs) you know the severity of the operation I was like yeah but I feel fine you know my recovery is so quick um but um yeah I kind of lost the mindset after that one for my second (laughs) c-section and you go oh yeah okay that's what I need to remember yeah but I completely resonate and go you know it is completely a mindset thing yeah but it has so much power in what you can 
achieve in life yeah. um and from, from that point you've achieved a huge amount um yeah. you know you're incredibly well known in the skating industry and uh yeah you're just doing absolutely amazingly I kind of want to talk a bit more about the tech around um skating uh, yeah. just for those kind of skate fanatics that want want to know a bit more because technology yeah. is not just you know Kind of computers are kind of bringing the technology of the thing um, to yeah. light and making it more understandable for those that don't know anything about technology yeah. behind skating. So the floor is yours, or the, yeah. the dance floor is yours. No, the skate rink is yours. All of them. <laughs> it's all yours, CJ. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So like the tech is kind of with skating. Is this one thing I would say at first is a lot of people always they ask me the one question is what skate do I need to get you know um yeah. or where do I get an outdoor skate to an indoor skate and these are the questions that are the, the, the hardest ones are well one of them's easy the other one is really hard um the first one is there's no indoor outdoor skate it's the wheels you know yeah. the wheels is what makes it indoor and outdoor so you can get any pair of skates you want um that you like and you just adjust the wheels to what you're going to use them for, have it been indoor or outdoor. Now, the hard question, definitely in the UK, because we don't really have many skate shops where you can try skates on, is what's the right pair of skates um, for me to get? Now, there's two main versions of skates. You get a hilled skate where it's got a little bit of a hill, so the foot is more a slant, and then yeah. you get a, a, a boot with no heel, and that's when the foot is completely flat. Um, now, if you're, when you've got the flat boot, most of your weight is on your heels when you're standing still. When you're moving around, it obviously, um, it varies. But when you're um, standing still, most of your weight is on your heels in your natural standing position. When we stand on foot, our weight is on our heels, most of it, okay? And so when you've got those um, flat boots with no heel, you have to put more weight on the front Otherwise, you're going to be falling back a lot. So yeah. if you ever get to go to a rink and they have a flat and a heeled boot, my best um, um, advice is to try both. To find out if you're someone that's quite heavy on your heels, then you're going to struggle with a flat boot because most yeah. times you're going to just have too much weight on your heels. If um, And then that way, you know, you need to go to a heeled boot so it brings your weight forward slightly. Um, yeah. And vice versa, some of them people they don't really like. I like I don't I can skate in a hood boot, but I prefer the flat. It just feels more natural to me. So therefore, yeah. I always refer back to flat boots when I can. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I all of the skating I've seen you do is all on flat boots. And yeah. uh, you know, check out uh, Juice on social media. Um, his skating is amazing. Um, the crazy legs uh, I like the best. <laughs> <laughs> that, believe it or not that's I, that's one of the moves I, I hated the most <laughs> and it's it's just because it I, I couldn't I didn't know how to to do it it um do it and there was no one to teach me um no one wanted to help me I'd ask them I'd be like oh that moves cool um how yeah. do you do it they show me once and then run away it's like it was their secret um oh. and so for me, I hated the movie. It took me ages to learn. Even when I learned it, everyone wanted to learn it themselves. It was just yeah. like, oh my God, this is the hardest move to teach. Um, yeah. It's because so many stages. 
but at that stage I didn't really understand to have like the breaking it down to that level yeah um, and I guess yeah and I guess that's where your style of teaching now makes it easier to understand can you just give us a a brief description of what crazy legs looks like yeah uh so crazy legs is basically the shuffle is when you're doing this where it's heel toe motion and then there's another version called the hex where you come in that sorry the x where you're going like this okay so that now this is zigzag yeah yeah so you're kind of shuffling one foot forwards and then one foot back and you're going onto the toes yeah and the heel sorry toes and heel or toes and flat foot depends on the version and then all you're doing now is when you do that move here yeah you gotta it's kind of got to smoothen it out so you and Mm. you use your hips and the rest of your body it's not just your legs even though it's called crazy legs Uh, the movement um, the proper movement comes from your whole body working it's uh it does look very impressive um go and search up crazy legs on juice's social media (laughs) (laughs) um so a bit more about some of the the tech because we've talked about the you've talked about the boot style um now you know kind of back in the day when my brother was building go-karts and all sorts of other things there were bearings there were yeah. different you know skateboards different wheels yeah. talk to me about some of that stuff yeah so you know you got there's different wheels you have um hard wheels i think from figure skating i think if i'm correct they go up to like 105 or 107a and then you get really soft wheels which can go to like what, six. what's 105a what does that so mean? That's hard. That's okay. Like really, is is really that hard. the 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 solidness of the plastic? Uh, I'm assuming yeah, they're plastic. Yeah, so it, it depends. It's not all plastic. You get some. Um, got clay wheels. You got. Uh, you, you got. Um, what's the other one called? I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's that. Like, you get wheels are made from all different materials. Wow. Um, I remember when I was in America, and um, there's a guy made aluminium wheels. They were not for use, just for show. To show what he could create um, and wow. everyone's just like um yeah this like your jaws on the floor like i can't believe it that he's made <laughs> and then wheels. but um yeah so you can get wheels at all material but what um it, the main thing is the hardness of the wheels so yeah. like i said that is a normal a normal mechanic kind of like rink where you see rhythm skaters and so on um you mostly will get 101 um a for the pros do you know what that measurement is uh, yeah. So it's on the hardness of the material to allow okay. the slide. So it's, it also brings into the slip. So yep. you see, like when you see, I don't know, on social media, you see people skate and they hit the side and they're just sliding across the floor. Um, yes. That helps. That helps with the hardness. You couldn't do that with a, a an outdoor wheel. Yep. You know? um, so that's 101A is hard. And yep. then a six, like a 67A is really soft. And it's just you can sometimes you can really feel you can squeeze it to the point where you can feel a bit of a movement yeah in the wheel so that's so the wheels the softer ones are kind of used for outdoor outdoors yeah and they can go to varying sizes as well so um like for example radar energy wheels you can get as a 65 millimeter which is the bigger one um yeah. it's good if you want to go long distance because you, you know it's going to it's going to tackle the cracks and um, stones yep. and a lot easier. Then they do a 62 millimeter, and then you've got a 57 millimeter. So these are um, the width of the wheels, not yeah. the hardness. So yeah, no, so it's not the width; it's the 
it's the size that the diameter that okay diameter. The <clears throat> so millimeter is on the yeah the size of the wheel and yep. that when it's got an a at the end that's the hardness that's so exciting i'm going to um, go and look at look up all these um figures and go oh i can now see the difference between a hard wheel and a soft wheel yeah, i feel like i'm wheels. educating educated in skate wheels <laughs> smaller wheels are better for like the dance side of it bigger wheels yeah. are more for distance yeah um so that's wheels uh bearings um now this is for me i hardly ever see the difference in bearings no matter on okay. the grade um until recent um now so you can get bearings um from all different brands um starting from abec freeze which yep. is the slowest kind of bearing yep. i don't really know the the, the details on bearings <laughs> i'm not going to pretend we, we can make that so the bearings are the little balls yeah that and go inside have, to do yeah. the turning bit yeah if you get or make it slick or not so slick yeah and right. you get somewhere you get like six balls, some that will have eight balls. Six okay. balls, I think, are meant to be quicker than eight balls, if I'm correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it goes up to 11, so ABEC 3 to ABEC 11. Um, now, in that, I rarely feel the difference. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. I don't know if it's because of I just put extra, like when, when I've got bearings in, I just put the power in to get the move done in general. Yeah. But I never feel the difference on the grade until that's nice um, that's nice yeah until and that's and i've used bones i've used uh, some other skate brand, board brands and stuff like that um, yeah. but now i use quick bearings um and the ceramic the ceramic bearings oh now now i can feel the difference because it's just smooth yeah. fast nice. and never any problems i've never i haven't cleaned my bearings in don't tell anyone but i haven't cleaned my bearings in almost about eight months so okay I thought you were going to say a couple of years, but um, no, clearly no, not. Eight months, but that's, but that's about the time. limit. <laughs> <laughs> and they okay, can, I don't so, need to clean them. Uh, okay, right. Okay, so you have to clean your bearings if you've got bearings and you know what yeah, they are. <laughs> clean, yeah, the bearings are the bit that goes in the wheel that helps, that makes it go round on the axle. <laughs> um, I, I like the fact that the actual um, skill and ability comes from you and not the thing you're using you know from a, yeah. a creative point of view you know i know how to sculpt i know how to paint i know how to draw and do all those creative things and i could yeah. use any tool to then make that look great um but it has to be great to start with you have to know those original techniques and yeah. how to move your body from an escape perspective and and do all those things so that feels really nice that the the tool that you use uh, as in the skate yeah. um doesn't necessarily enhance or detract it's the no. learning and the skill that you have intrinsically in you yeah. that makes it great. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Um, you know, and you get so many new skaters and they're like, I need to get Arius plates. I need to get these wheels, these bearings, this boot. And I'm like, you've got to have all the gear and no idea. Okay. <laughs> um, literally, you, you're getting a boot that most professional skaters won't even have. Yeah. Um, it's not necessary. Don't get it wrong. It's nice, and you can treat yourself, and you know, feel good. Yeah. But at the beginning, there's no need. You know. Yeah. You've got to learn the basics. Skater. Yeah. No, you got to get the foundations first. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm counting on my you know skill and ability from being five and six and skating <laughs> up and down the road. You know that that's my uh, <laughs> heritage. 
um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that any boot wouldn't make me any better than um, you know I was a number of years ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it, that's the problem. Is is it wouldn't make it, it? It's more just that when you stop skating and then you come back to it, um, we have fear as an adult. You yeah. know, not necessarily scared of doing the skating, for example, but it's the fear of if I hurt myself, I can't yes. do my job, and then can't pay the bills, can't look after the kids and all those yeah. kind of things. Um, and so that's what holds us back. So when you can get over the fear of being an adult and having adulthood, um, you know, responsibilities, then, it, you know, you can move forward and you'll find that it all comes back a lot quicker. Yeah. And it's uh, it's having that positive mindset that, you know, you only feel pain once you think pain, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, you know, having the fear is only if you think you're going to have fear, then you will. But if you go, you know, I'm quite happy to do this, so let's just get on with it. Yeah, um, yeah I've often I've been out with a, a couple of friends skating um, and um yeah it's that fear and I'll just stand there for a while and watch them skate and go oh my god I'm going to fall over and then literally gone out put my skates on and then not skated the whole session yeah. because of that fear you talk to um, yourself yeah completely and but it's because like, there's quite a lot of people watching so <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing with skating no one no one cares you know you're gonna fall no. over. you're gonna like yeah. the amount of times I've fallen over and it's not even when I'm trying to do something cool I'll be standing yeah. in this the smallest thing and I'll fall over. Um and other people and it's like skating is the one place you can fall over and unless you've got um like a really immature person, no one's really gonna laugh. You're gonna get someone coming yeah. over trying to help you up and all sorts exactly. of things. Exactly. Um yeah. so it's the only place you can push yourself and not worry about how you look or anything. <laughs> so it's great. You're listening to Tech Talks with Lou and I'm Lou Tamlett and today I'm talking with Juice. So what's next for you? You've got a massive following on social media. You're pretty much skating 24-7. What's coming up for you and what's next? Um, so what's next, hopefully, is to keep growing the social media. You know, the more I grow it, the more people I'm reaching, the more people I get messaging me saying they just bought skates, which is amazing. Um, uh, also try to keep my dream going with my sponsor, which is Rydell. Um, the, as many years as I can get, it will be the best. I've had a dream of being with them from pretty much when I started skating, and wow. I just wanted to continue now. Um, and then also, just want to be able to travel around a bit more with my girlfriend Zyra, because um, we teach skating and we teach people how to skate. So, uh, and she um, is a fantastic skater as well. Yes. So you make an absolute fabulous couple. I and love watching me, both. If not better, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But um, yeah, so we just want to really travel around like the world, just teaching as many people. We have different styles, but we also blend them together nicely, you know. Yeah. Um, and also, we it's just a realness with us because yeah. because we're a couple and a skate couple and we work together, you know. It we're going to we teach and then I'll be like, okay, we got to do it. the move is this way, this way, and this way. And she'll be like, no, CJ, that's not how we practice it. It's that way, this way, and that way. And then we, we have our little moment, you know, people will laugh and then we'll be like, it's okay, real. we're going to, and then we tell people, what, which way do you want it? And then you can do it that way or that way. And, you know, it just uh, and, shows and the then it's Cyrus way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most times it is. <laughs> but it's the realness, you know, of we're not trying to pretend to be anything. We just keep it real. We have a laugh. 
we make yeah. fools of ourselves you know yeah. just to kind of break the ice with skating because a lot of people are conscious of how they look yes so, yeah absolutely so, you know it's just to keep growing and spread skating as much as we can and uh hopefully like i said um dancing on dancing on wheels exactly before we started recording this episode cj and i were having a conversation i'm going i'd love to be on strictly and we were talking about okay so there's strictly there's dancing on ice and cj was going okay we need dancing on skates or whatever cool name you yeah. need to come up with a cool name CJ. yeah and you and zyra can be the hosts and we we're gonna do this tv show anyway yeah. it's out there it's being manifested right now That's so it. um positive that mindset uh, yeah, you need to set your targets and your deadlines for when that's going to happen, CJ. Yeah, I'll well, be following you. Try and get a pilot out this year, and then we Yay. can put that out to people and hopefully get some funding and make exactly. it exactly, exactly. There's enough. Um, um, there's sorry. There's like Netflix and all these these um um social media, not social media, but web servers now where you can watch stuff. So it doesn't have to be yeah. on mainstream TV either. So exactly. So you can produce it you know do your competition have uh yeah oh yeah. my goodness i can see it now you, so, so you're I. you're <laughs> like ha oh, there's ideas okay yeah. so where can people find you because you both teach in person over in bristol yeah so in bristol where um we have a company called bump roller disco um you can also find that on social media meaning instagram which is literally bump roller disco um, you also have my Instagram, which is juice, like the drink, dot true story as one word. Um, I also have a joint account with Zyra, which is where we teach skating and teach people how to skate and all the other bits. And that is um, bump movement. Okay. And then also you have Zyra's channel, just in case you want more of the the sexy dancing going on and stuff with the moves then that is zyra terry underscore roller and all of these will be on the links on the um on the episode uh, show notes so don't worry about that um and uh, i'm sure i can put in some kind of tech links to all the all the uh, wheels the heeled boots the flat boots the bearings all of those things so um yeah we'll uh, we'll get all of that in the show notes as well but yeah. um you've had such an incredible journey cj and i'm really grateful for you being here and, and sharing at least part of your story um and looking forward to what's coming up for you keep growing keep having that wonderful mindset and i'm going to be watching and um yeah i might even get some more practicing in <laughs> Thank and get down much. to bump roller disco yes, very make sure you soon come down. make sure you come down get a little private lesson well whilst the rink's open but I, you know i can show you a few moves yeah that's take cool. away and practice exactly i'll be uh yeah following the crazy legs um <laughs> no, but it's crazy legs. <laughs> i teach you the swerve instead which is my own move Oh, that sounds that sounds like a great idea. Um, CJ, thank you so much for today. Um, no hopefully we'll we'll catch up. But uh, yeah, go and get your skates on. Yeah, I will do. Take care. I'm going to go make some tutorials right now, actually. So. Yay. Thank well you done. for having me. No worries. Cheers. Okay, bye. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have recording it. I look forward to have you listening in again for the next episode. And in the meantime, I'd love you to rate, 
review and download this episode. Thanks again for listening.